So, hello, and welcome to Doing It Together. I'm Neil, and my co-host is... Hi, I'm Penny. So, as always, um, welcome to our podcast, Doing It Together, um, Bath um, Information Systems, Improving Together. Um, We all start with our elevator pitch, what it's all about, and um, our elevator pitch is this. In the emergency department, we don't just look after our patients. We love looking after our patients and each other. As we strive to achieve our true north goals, we will continue to improve in our care of our patients and each other by valuing everyone's input, using the tools and the skills we learn from the Bath Improvement Systems Improving Together. We are a good hospital, but we will be outstanding. Well, what a week. What a week busy today it was and I think I found it quite hard having had two weeks away from it yeah so it was quite an interesting week though it seemed to be tying it a little bit more together and um, providing us a couple more tools so we can see how it's going to pan out when we actually use it in the department absolutely so we we have completed the learning part I think of module one haven't we so yeah we started off by recapping module one mm-hmm. um, and then we've started to learn about what module two is all about which was which was quite interesting yeah so today we covered coaching um, a status exchange and yeah. um, a bit of a three a3 thinking what did you think about the coaching skills that they were trying to teach us so I think it sounds like a really good way of teaching and educating other members of staff yeah. instead of it being a I tell you mm. you learn yeah the coaching method is is much more what my way of of educating I think yeah it um it's quite a different approach and I think for some people it's going to take a while but I think it will definitely change the way we communicate with each other in so many ways not just in a coaching format yeah absolutely it was encouraging you to be curious about the other person and how they understood the problem and how to take that forward yeah yeah so how they how they explained it um or the the sort of um definition that they used was that what is coaching it's a it's a style of communicating that involves using mainly questions to bring forward new ideas from the coachee and help them to solve problems themselves and I think that's we've we've started trying to do that a lot more I think when we work with students instead of them asking a question and us just giving them the answer it's a way of making them work out the answer for themselves. And it's, it's along yeah. those lines, isn't it, is how I... Absolutely, I think so. And, um, and it's also, when you ask a question, what I remember today from the, the session about coaching was that silence is okay. That's quite yeah. difficult if you're talkative like you and I. I know, silence is a... We, well, we tend to just kind of fill them because it gives us an opportunity to make it about ourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Because, you know, in team, there isn't an I, but there is me. Yeah, there's always me as well. So having both of us in a team. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, So, yeah, it was allowing somebody else to learn. 
that was what I thought was interesting, allowing them to learn from that. Now, because obviously this is kind of your new role. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. As of as of Monday, um, as I'm sure most of you know, I will be the clinical practice facilitator for ED four days a week, along with um, the lovely Ros Carlisle doing a, a one day a week. Um, so, yeah, very just exciting. brilliant that it ties in all together for this. It absolutely does. And I think it's going to really give me lots of extra tools for doing my job, which will help. But also my job will allow me the time to help bring everyone else forward um, through this um, bath improvement system. I think it will it, it couldn't be yeah. better timing, yeah. really. Yeah. Then it kind of went on to status exchange. Yeah. What did you make of that? What What is status exchange? So I've written a couple of notes and I've got down that it's proactive planning and people development. Yes. More about proactive instead yeah. of reactive. Yeah. So this the status exchange really is about then the, the, the planning yeah. side of it um, and developing people as a, you know, yeah. as a team. I think not just developing individuals, but developing yeah. as a yeah. as a team. And yeah, I don't know. Well, what I did found you it really, really interesting it? the status exchange, um, because they showed us a video of it that felt really, really false to me. To be quite true, felt really, really false to me. Yeah. Um, because maybe because it was something that knew that they were doing, we didn't see the whole encounter, so that made it different. But each of the questions, so it, the scenario was that somebody went up to somebody else, one of the team members, with a little checklist, a daily checklist that they kind of had, and they said things like to the to the other nurse, you know, have you got everything you need? Have you got? Do you see any problems with your patients discharging today? Do you? Um, how are you going to achieve your FFTs today? Um, and first of all that wound me up a little bit and then afterwards mm. thinking about it i saw that it was trying to be supportive what we lack in our department sometimes is that support network that sometimes we feel so sometimes we do go yeah. into high care and say okay is anybody that you can move out who can you move out um but this status exchange will go in and say kind of things like um, is there anybody that you've earmarked to move out is there any problems with your patients um, how are you achieving yeah. FFT with these patients you have yeah yeah and how they've explained it to us is that the, the purpose of this status exchange which feels like quite a highfalutin word really but or highfalutin um, two words um, is to proactively plan our day to minimise yeah. the firefighting, develop our colleagues as problem solvers yes. through the coaching that we're, yeah. we'll be learning, and also to spot developing trends and issues. And it's a two-way yeah. communication. It's going to take a lot of practice for us to get to to be confident and competent at this reg the idea regular having daily status exchanges is is the bath improvement yeah. system way and i wonder whether maybe spending some time with people who are already doing it 
might be might definitely benefit me. Yes. Yeah. To get to gain a better understanding. Interestingly, really. I was in the co-op today and I saw one of the old team that used to work here many many years ago in um, A and E as an HEA, and she works in um, gynae outpatients. And I said to her, I said, okay. how, did, how did you get on? How do you get on with all these huddle things? And she said, that's really great. And I said, what about the status exchange? And she went, that's brilliant. I am in, I, the huddles are really good. They work really, really well. And you, you know, they do really, really work. And then I had to go and pay for my goods. But it was interesting that as an HEA, she was very positive about it all. I've had a, 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 just a read through the slides that we, that we were given today. The status exchange is explained quite well in the in in mm-hmm. one of the slides, which I don't remember even seeing today. But it's a regular structured conversation between a leader and yeah. team members. So either one member yeah. or mem- or more than one. It uses a single page of focused yeah. questions to guide the dialogue. So it's a it's a very structured yeah. set of questions. It's not just a random ad hoc today yeah. kind of thing lasting between 10 and 15 minutes each day importantly the questions are linked to the team and yes, our true our north, true north goals. Um, and the questions tend to be open-ended and specific so for example what are you going what are you doing today to make sure a patient will not be readmitted within 30 yeah. days for example, I mean that's not necessarily relevant to us, but but you know it's a it's quite a a specific type of question. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, and just very interesting that you've spoken to somebody who's using this regularly, and they are incredibly positive, um, which would indicate that this is why it's a successful yeah process. Once again, it's all linked to our true north goals. And we spoke about what mm. they were. So each of those questions are related to the True North goals. Um, and the True mm. North goals that we talked about before are one, recognising us as a listening organisation, patient-centred and compassionate. Two, mm. be an outstanding place to work where staff can flourish. Three, quality improvement and innovation each and every day. Work together with our yeah. partners to strengthen our community. That's four. And five, be a sustainable organisation that's fit for the future. Now, each of those questions. Yeah. So, for example, um, when you went in and said, is there anything, is there any problems in looking after your patients so you feel well enough supported? Well, that fits into the true north goal of being an outstanding place to work where staff can flourish. Or as a listening organisation, patient-centred. Um, yeah. If you're talking about your FFT, you know how many how you can achieve your FFT. That's once again that's one of our true north goals. But as I understand it, when you ask these questions daily, after a period of a week or so, it picks up, or a few months, it picks up if there's any trends. So we yeah. might see over a period of time that um, FFTs are are um, a problem in majors or in high care or recess, you know, um, or um, that the staff are more prone to being stressed there or need some more support there rather than somewhere else. I think it'd be really, really effective. 
And I think it'd be yeah. really, really effective for supporting our well-being of our staff, Help, helping them feel yeah. that they are valued and their opinion matters. I think that's mm. so important, so important. And I think for a long time, certain members of staff have felt that that's yeah. not how it is, that, you know, they're they're just a number. They're not somebody who... Um, has anything of value to add and every single person that we work with has something valuable to add to every day every issue that we're trying to improve because that's one of the things that's concerned me that people don't feel valued or they don't feel they can do their job and they're they're swimming and you know in with the amount of work that they have and sometimes all of us feel like how can we help all our staff how can we help each other um when yeah. we're feeling that too so i hope that yeah. this will really change the dialogue a little bit and help us become a little bit more supportive collate data so that we can really make that change yeah i think so and i think it will hopefully help improve the way that we all speak yeah. to each other now there was an interesting quote on one of the um, modules and this is module 1 but it stuck with me it was from maya angelou i think i said her name right and she said how you connect with people now and she said she was an amazing person inspirational um and i often like quoting from her she said i've learned that people will forget what you said people will forget what you did but people will never forget how you made them feel. If we can make our team feel a little bit more valued, a little bit more supported, they will remember that. They'll have a good experience Mm. immediately, and that's what we want them to have, even if they are coming for some experience VD and move on, or life takes them somewhere else, or but they'll have a good experience of VD. Yeah. There's yeah. um, an interesting um, interview I had with Nikki earlier. I'm going to play this one now. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'll, let, I'll get your thoughts at the end of it. Hi, Nick. Welcome to our Hello. podcast. Um, where are you? I'm actually in the pub, Neil. <laughs> well, the pub garden. Why not? Why not? And you've got your dogs there <laughs> and your family around you. Definitely, yeah, the two boys. Excellent. Well, I hope you have a lovely time. So today we spoke about coaching and they were teaching us about the different ways that we can coach people. How did you feel about that? What was your experience of that? Well, overall, at the end of the day, it was quite interesting Mm. learning all about status exchange and the new sort of concept of two-way communication that's a whole new thing for me yeah um obviously i felt that everybody would benefit from being part of that really yeah yeah um did you find that it was a different way of questioning because i know it definitely we we had a diff we had to pitch it in certain ways so they asked us to ask certain questions how did you feel about those Did did you find that came easy no not at all it's definitely something that's probably missing yeah in every yeah. element of everybody's yeah. work life probably not just I the agree. hospital environment 
Yeah, I agree. And until that's brought to your attention that we do things this way and not that way, you sort of plod on, don't you? And everybody says, are you okay? And somebody says yes or no. And and that's the end of it. Yeah. It's all about the probing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's all about probing, being curious. Have we given you enough support? Are you, can you do your job in that way there today? Is there anything extra we can do? I thought it was really empowering. And I think it would be really great for us to use when we see that really going in the department. I think it would be really great for our team and also the well-being of everybody in the department. Yeah, it would help everybody to feel a bit more valued. I think it would yeah. improve morale and... yeah making everybody feel happier in their work and yeah yeah i think so i think it really more valued too. really yeah. and i and i everybody wants to feel more valued and supported yeah, yeah whether it's their work life or other exactly exactly yeah thank you very much for your contribution and <laughs> you're very I, welcome i hope you have a nice pint <laughs> in the garden in the sun a good glass of rosé Oh, lovely, lovely. <laughs> Have a lovely evening and we'll oh. catch up again soon. Thanks very much. You're, you're welcome, Neil. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 So that was really interesting, that interview. Yeah, very. Um, and, and really interesting what, what Nikki's bringing out about the staff well-being. Yeah. I that, think so. Yeah, that the coaching could be used as a tool to help us really support other staff yeah which is brilliant yeah and something i think we're both very passionate about anyway yeah. and i think being given different tools to go about what we're trying to achieve anyway is going yeah. to be a, a benefit as nikki said yeah um and also on the well-being thing so that everybody um knows is there's a there's a short survey where everybody can fill in and give us your viewpoint whether you're happy and how can we improve it at work um, yeah. and that's it's on six few minutes i did it today yeah. it's the quickest survey i've ever done and it's on the ed social page isn't it yeah and hugely helpful in what we're trying to achieve as well i think yeah. so if any, anyone hasn't filled it in if they could just spare us the two minutes that would be hugely helpful yeah yeah so that moves us on to the a3 thinking and i think rather than go into too much depth with this i feel like we've only just really scratched the surface of what a3 thinking is and how we are going to go about it so i think it's worth just saying for the podcast so people can you know get on board as far as we understand it is just for me to explain what is a3 thinking and the name refers to a, a minimum size paper obviously a3 mm-hmm. used to work through the process so it provides a structured framework for thinking through a problem. Hmm. So again, it's all about this um, problem solving, being proactive, etc. Yeah. So this structure forces you to follow a process that helps ensure you understand the problem and causes before jumping to a solution. So I think one of the things that really stuck with me today and something that I've actually explained to, to family members who've asked what I've been doing today, is this the five whys? Actually, instead of just saying why, that's your answer, job done, actually asking why, and then you give an answer. There was an interesting quote from Albert Einstein on that kind of thing. He said, if I had an hour to solve a problem, I would spend 55 minutes thinking about the problem, 
and five minutes on the solution. We spend yeah. often five minutes thinking about the problem and the solution all at the same time in A&E. Total different way of doing things, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. And just the last couple of points that they gave us about this whole A3 thinking thing is that it's a live document that can be mm. updated as you progress and your work evolves. So it's it's not a it, it's not a, a, a one hit wonder, if you like. It's not a here's the problem. Here's the solution. Job done. Bury it. It's a live a live thing that keeps going and we keep looking at it and, and progressing with yeah. with it as the work is evolving. And it's also a communication tool. So the A3 format allows us to tell the whole story on one page and it allows contribution from all, which can build consensus. Mm. And I really like that. It's not just for one person. It's for everyone to be a part of. And again, that's all about this staff well-being, everyone feeling like they've got a voice, yeah. that everyone's being listened to. So I, although I understand this part of it, when we actually then started learning about this A3 yeah. thinking, I got a little bit lost. So I think um, yeah. we need to learn a bit more about it before we... No, I know that we often say we are a good organisation, we want to be outstanding, but each of these things we're working at we say for example the fft or triage or the cleaning audits um staff well-being all the the five true north goals are linked in very very much on showing the cqc that we have improved from a good organization to an outstanding organization that our audits and cleaning have gone up yeah uh, we have seen people in triage within 15 minutes so often we hear about those things yeah. and we will continue to hear about those things, but we will be much more supportive and collaborative um, and facilitate ideas how to learn and how to improve on those things. That's what I got from today. Yeah. yeah. And other people helping to come up with it, not just being, you know, senior team coming up with the solutions but actually we will all work yeah. together to yeah. come up with solutions yeah. to, to our problems yeah yeah so it's, I think it was an interesting day it was a bit full-on a bit dry and I think it felt at times maybe yeah. a little bit remote because we've got to a point where we're yeah. biting at the bit now to start to start working on yeah. very specific ED problems a lot yeah. of this learning is quite generic and I think we got a little bit frustrated, but I, I feel like they're listening to us. Yeah. They understood that that's where we were coming from. I feel like when we next get together, um, they're going to help us to, to look at this more of less generic and more yes. to specific yeah. to ED. I think so. Thank you very much again, Penny. No, thank you, Neil. And, and you know, we mustn't forget that we are a good organisation, but Absolutely. we will be Thanks outstanding. Talk to you soon. Bye. I'm not doing that because you put it in last time. Ooh. <laughs>